Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is WWJ All Local. Testimony continues in Pontiac today in the third day of Jennifer Crumbly's manslaughter trial in Oakland County Circuit Court. Joining us live with the latest is WWJ's John Hewitt. Tony returning on the witness stand is former Oxford High School counselor Sean Hopkins, who under prosecution questioning detailed multiple communications and interactions he had surrounding Ethan Crumbly's concerning behavior leading up to the November 2021 shootings that claimed the lives of four students. In this exchange with Assistant Prosecutor Mark Keast, Hopkins was asked about an email he received the morning of the shootings. Did you tell us what the email says, please? Today he is watching videos on his phone of a guy gunning down people. It looks like it's a movie scene and not security footage slash a real event, but definitely still concerning when taking into account some of his other behaviors. Okay, so this email was sent at 8.05 a.m. the morning of the shooting. What was your reaction when you read the email? My first reaction was, here we go again. Hopkins went on to testify about the meeting he had with Ethan and his parents, James and Jennifer Crumbly, that preceded the shooting spree by about two hours. He described Jennifer Crumbly's demeanor in that 15-minute meeting as, quote, distant and inconvenienced. Prosecutors contend the Crumbly's ignored multiple warning signs surrounding their son, including that meeting, and have charged them both with four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Reporting live, John Hewitt, WWJ News Radio 950. All right, thank you, John. No details yet from police in Canton on a homicide investigation that began overnight. What we do know right now is very little. Authorities just cleared the scene in this residential neighborhood right off of Copernick Road. What we can tell you is that Canton police responded to reports of a death on Copernick Road here near I-275 between Warren and Joy Road just before 1 a.m. this morning. Now, authorities won't release those additional details about the death. They did tow off one vehicle from a residence. We're unsure why that vehicle was, in fact, towed away. But we do know that the Michigan State Police Forensic Lab was on the scene assisting camp police with this investigation. Now, motorists in the area were asked to find alternative routes because the area was blocked off. It is now clear while authorities were conducting their investigation. They have pulled off. We're still unsure if they're conducting that investigation. But if you have any additional information pertaining to the death, you are urged to call Canton Police. Here in Kenton, I'm Ryan Marshall, WWJ News Radio 950. Macomb County authorities are providing more information about a murder that happened late last night. Sheriff's deputies, investigators, are now saying that the murder at Millstone Pond Mobile Home Park near 26 Mile and I-94 around 1030 was a stabbing. Authorities have since confirmed that the victim has died. 
A 24-year-old man from Lenox Township was taken into custody. Police are trying to figure out the circumstances around the stabbing. A string of break-ins in Troy recently where someone is targeting specific vehicles. Here's Police Sergeant Ben Hancock. Uh, that's correct. Uh, between January 16th and January 18th, uh, we had several incidents where uh, newer Dodge Ram 1500s were uh, broken into and then their center uh, display screen or center dash was taken. As for why these specific trucks have been targeted? Uh, that I'm not exactly sure on. Uh, I would imagine uh, something to do with uh, ease of taking them or uh, some kind of resale on them. He says most of the break-ins are taking place in hotel and office parking lots in the area of Long Lake Road and Crooks. Lions fans are understandably disappointed that such a promising season has come to an abrupt end. Lions fans arriving from San Francisco on the red eye, not too happy. Many say that they were actually planning to go to the Super Bowl after the first half, but then, well, the second half, Sean Kovac, he's from Gladwin, Michigan, just 10 years old. What do you think? Um, at first I was kind of a little bit, like, mad that we were one one win away from getting to the Super Bowl. But after I'm like, yeah, but we did make it all the way through the seasons, which we haven't since in, what, like 30 years? If you were the coach, what would you say to the Lions in the locker room? Um, I would just say good job, guys, and try again next year. And uh, that's all we'll have to do is wait till next year. At Metro Airport, Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio, 950. Gas prices here in the state of Michigan have dropped six cents from this same time last week. According to the latest survey from AAA, drivers in Michigan are now paying an average of $2.96 per gallon of regular unleaded gas. Here in Metro Detroit, drivers are paying three cents more than the average at $2.99 a gallon. The highest average price in Jackson, drivers there are paying $3.02 a gallon. The lowest is in Grand Rapids and Marquette. Drivers there are paying, on average, $2.88 a gallon. Now this could be a Monday pick-me-up. Big B Coffee is celebrating the Detroit Lions regardless of what happened yesterday. All fans will receive half off of any 20 or 24-ounce specialty drink today. All you have to do is visit any Big B Coffee location in Lions Gear. Officials in Ann Arbor are preparing to hold an informational session for residents to learn more about potential Sports Illustrated Conference Center. Developers want to locate the sports-themed facility with hotel and condominiums on Ashley and Williams Streets at the site of the former Klein's department store. Interested participants can attend in person or virtually. The meeting takes place at 7 o'clock tonight in council chambers at Larcom City Hall. The Frederick Meyer Gardens and Sculpture Park in Grand Rapids has a big economic impact on West Michigan. A report from Grand Valley State University says Meyer Gardens contributes $138 million to the West Michigan economy and supports more than 1,100 jobs. President and CEO Charles Burke says they've rebounded nicely after the COVID pandemic. You know, frankly, these numbers are, are yelling and screaming that, you know, people are hungry for quality experiences, especially when you're combining things that are about family, when you're looking at concert experiences, artistic experiences, or even natural experiences. And that's the unique nature of this institution. Burke says Meyer Gardens attracts more than 750,000 visitors a year, 62% coming from outside the local area. Beth Fisher, WWJ News Radio 950. If you're looking for a bit of summer in Detroit today, you can head to Huntington Place. That's where they're holding the 13th annual Detroit Boat Show. Everything is increased in price, and boats are no exception. 
Nikki Poland with the Michigan Boating Industries Association says sales are also down. So boat sales definitely have decreased. We're calling it normalizing. Um, we're kind of in par with 2019 levels, but it's hard to compare during COVID. Everybody, we, there were no boats to sell. There were so many boats sold. So um, those those sales were unprecedented levels that we've never seen. And now we're back to a, a normal selling um, level. Hundreds of new boats, accessories, marinas, docks, and motors are on sale. The show will run until February 4th. Officials in Ferndale are preparing for the next phase of their ongoing efforts to improve every one of the city's streets. Last week, council members approved a $3.6 million agreement with a contractor to continue work on the city's pavement improvement project. The work there is set to get underway on April 1st. The streets scheduled for upgrade include Allen, Almont, East Breckenridge, and several others. Residents in the affected neighborhoods will receive notices from the city about two weeks prior to the start of construction. Nearby residents will also be notified. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.